Why work from home when Yellowstone could be your office 2021 has been slash will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Let Mid-America RV be your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of fifth wheels, teardrops, toy haulers, and some uh, fifth wheels. There it is. They have the right size RV, Mellow. <laughs> For any vehicle. All covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. <laughs> Game days, remote work getaways, to family vacations are all better with an RV from Mid America RV. Experience travel like you never had before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Welcome in. It's time ah, for one of these. I don't know, Mel could drink one if you're watching on YouTube. That was the sound of a Boulevard Wheat 100. Ah, it's that time. Welcome to Guys Growing a Podcast presented by Manscaped. Don't forget to use promo code 2GUYS20 to save yourself 20% off while you're taking 100% off. This podcast, the official <laughs> podcast of the only two Miller brothers not fired this week. Suck it! We're here. Sean and Archie. It's cold. Sorry, that's all I got, Paige. Yeah, that's fine. Mel- Mellow, do you want to add anything to that? Wait, please, Monday shot got a beer when we open the show. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, it, just, for those I not watching, he just chugged so a beer, so. <laughs> Did you finish that? Uh, uh, almost. It's real cold. It's a good refrigerator. <laughs> it's a good refrigerator. He did the. That's a good beer, too. He did that. Was it, uh, who was it, the quarterback? That, or he did the Pat McAfee and threw down the half inch can. <laughs> yeah. It didn't bounce. It just stuck to the ground. But welcome in. We do have to start the show with some sad news. Our very own Paige Kuhn's favorite NFL coach, or NFL coach, goodness <laughs> NBA, nope, has a year dog, college basketball, son of a bitch, I've been on TV all day, college basketball coach Sean Miller let go after 12 wonderful, productive years at the University of Arizona, five Title I violations, <laughs> not good, so Sean's let go, same year brother Archie. Let go at Indiana. Tough year for those Millers. At least he walked away with some titles, though. <laughs> violations. Oh. T- title one violations. She's going to yell at us again. No, she I'm is. just going to cry, so. <laughs> it's I fine. knew, I honestly, I did know that you did have, like, a relationship here, and this one was hard for you. So the, the, the other day, no jokes were cracked, and it was just like, Paige, are you okay? Yeah, you said, are and, you okay, and I hadn't seen it yet, and as soon as I opened uh, Twitter, I saw I didn't it. want. I didn't want to break that news to you. Yeah. Like, oh my God. No. It, I would much rather have Twitter do it. I honestly me. thought Jimmy Garoppolo like got married. <laughs> like, oh, Jimmy's engaged. Like, that it was a, a real pager. You okay? when I I saw the tweet. I don't remember who it was that broke it, but it was like twelve seconds ago. I was like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna hit the fan. I think everybody's <laughs> reaction then, was, oh no what's going to happen to Paige, which was very funny. Everyone in my life, I should say, um, which is very sweet because, like, this honestly doesn't impact me. There's much bigger things that go on in the world. Um, but, yeah, I saw that text from you, and I had opened Twitter, and I just was like – and then everyone started adding me. I started to get, like, notifications on Twitter, so I was like, just don't at me. I saw it. Like, my you bad. guys don't – No, no, no. Sorry. You were at least being nice about it, but some people were like, oh, my God, Paige, look, look, look. And I was like, shit. So, um, yeah, I actually just, like, stayed off my phone. I was sarcastically being nice. Yeah, well, because, I mean, you wouldn't want to actually be nice to me. Um, But I think when I I initially saw it, I was, like, really overwhelmed, and I knew that, like, it wasn't best for me to, like, tweet or react 
because I knew it just like wasn't going Sometimes to be Sometimes you just got to tweet through it. So I sort of like did this like blackout thing where I like turned everything black on Twitter and was like, all right, I'm going to stay off Twitter. I'm going to stay off my phone um, until... LeBron mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it was very... Zero dark 30, 23. Yeah, very much so. Um, and I did that um, and then came back to 87 text messages on my phone and all these Twitter notifications. Um, but I'm okay. Um, it sucks. Like, it. it's... It's, I understand that there's, like, a lot of things out there about, like, what happened at Arizona. I mean, at some schools, like, having um, a bunch of level one violations gets you a lifetime contract. But at Arizona, it didn't. And um, I think part of it is difficult because, like, some people view paying players. I mean, now that he's gone, I can say this. Like, some people view paying players as some you're doing something wrong. And, like, okay, yes, I understand. You broke the rules and you cheated. That's fair. Okay? So if those things are true... Fine. Okay. That happened. But this doesn't make him a bad person. And I think that was the problem that I had is like, this is somebody that who, like, if you went to Arizona when he was there, or you are an Arizona fan, or um, especially for someone like myself, like I got to work with like some of the best athletes to play in the NBA because like, I went to that school and got my start there and you get experience and everyone says to get experience. And like that part of why I had such a great experience was because of the program that Sean Miller built. So I think that's why it was super hard for me and it was sad. Do I understand why it's happening? Yes. Do I think it went down the right way? No. Am I sad for the people in and around that program that are not going to be there anymore that have been there for years? Yes. Um, So it was tough, but, you know, the future is bright, I think, still for the program because it is a top job. And I know um, there are some really great candidates out there. But, yeah, it it was a tough one for me. I was genuinely sad a lot yesterday. So it's a new day, though. And uh, looking forward. I don't like when people do this, but I'm about to do it myself. Just to play devil's advocate here. If Sean Miller was so concerned about all those wonderful people who will not be with the program anymore, shouldn't he have maybe, I don't know, followed the rules? Yeah, I'm I'm not going <laughs> to acknowledge it because, again... <laughs> <laughs> some of the best coaches we, we make excuses for guys that do far worse things in sports especially i agree and a bunch of them are going to be in and around teams that and things that you associate yourself with too so that's why i have a hard time with people who criticize yeah. because you're not you can't have that those standards for one person and not for everybody else in the the same sport or league or whatever so that's why i just so- I'm a college basketball idiot, so I want to. I'm genuinely asking this question: mm-hmm. If they had been good this year, would anyone have cared that he had these five level one violations, uh, or did he get fired because of the violations? Honest, I don't know. I think it was probably a little bit of both. Like obviously, Bill Self, who you're referencing earlier, like Kansas is still really good. That program hasn't taken a dip at all, and they also had is some paid players scandal uh, and he got a lifetime contract i do think that winning kind of trumps everything if you're winning you can pretty much get away with anything in sports so i, I think it was 50 50 i saw uh, like a little write-up that he was in a lame duck year so he was going okay. into the year with only one year left on his contract so they weren't really in a place to extend him so they just kind of let him go and let it run its course they here's the other part of that is this year wasn't that successful, but considering the hits that we took in terms of recruiting because of all of this, um, we made do with what we could. 
and this team is actually really good. And Sean, there's a report out there that he said that he would go into this year without an extension and coach out this final year, which, by the way, in in college, you don't do that because you need it for the recruiting and the security um, to be able to tell players that you're asking to come there to stay because you're going to be around. Um, and especially if you're not recruiting the one-and-done guys anymore because – you have these NCAA violations and they just don't want to be involved in all of those things because they want to go where they can actually get paid um, and no one's sniffing it out. Because you can't pay them, yeah. So, right. so <laughs> it's, you know, and so that part is tough. But I think the the part that's hard is there's just there's so many pieces to it and a lot of, like, reports and a lot of things that people haven't read um, or watched documentaries on. I mean, if you watch the documentary, like, the FBI basically set up Christian Dawkins and we're trying to find a way to get coaches in trouble for taking this money. The money that they took was from the FBI. It was a set up. So that's entrapment. You can't do that. I trust me, I know, okay? But so if you watch <laughs> I was telling our listeners. I was telling our listeners. <laughs> exactly. It's called entrapment. So, it's illegal. Yeah, and so, you know, like there's a lot of it that's still very like unknown and I can't wait for the documentary to come out on like the full process of what happened and everything afterwards. Like 10 years from now because I do think a lot of it's going to come to light but like to your point like do I think Sean Miller's perfect absolutely not there's no I trust me I don't think any college coach is doing things by the book there's maybe a handful of them I shouldn't say there's none there are a handful of them that are but there are a lot of them that are not so it just it's part of it I miss what you said Mel what joke did you make coach K yeah perfect I do want to say I'm very ready for the 30 for 30 on this, but it will be called 30 for 30 because they're paying people 30 grand to play 30 games. So that's a joke. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, it was more than that. Yeah, it was a lot more than that. Okay. So we're moving on. Uh, our beloved San Francisco 49ers uh, don't like their Twitter. Uh, the fans on Twitter are insufferable right now. So we're just going to take a moment to talk about everything – as I hit my microphone, everything surrounding Mac Jones, the San Francisco 49ers, Justin Fields, etc. Okay? So, number one, Niner fans, or all fans listening to this, let's apply this generally speaking, okay? Because 11 years in this business, I've probably dealt with all fan bases about this. Don't yep. shoot the messenger. That's the lesson here. When Adam Schefter says the pick will be Mac Jones, when Daniel Jeremiah says, I don't think it should be Mac Jones, but everything I'm hearing says the pick will be Mac Jones. When Chris Sims, who has Kyle Shanahan's initials tattooed on his ankle, says the pick will be Mac Jones, maybe listen to that. When Peter King says the pick will be Mac Jones, Mel Kuyper says the pick will be Mac Jones. Uh, who am I missing? Uh, Chris Mortensen, the pick will be Mac Jones. Me, the pick will be Mac Jones. There is not a fucking Illuminati Collusion. of NFL media where we group text each other and say, let's fuck with the Niners today. It doesn't happen. There's a reason when everyone in the NFL is hearing the same thing, there's a reason for everyone to connect these dots. It's not because of groupthink or because we're all following one person's lead. Although if we were going to, it would be Adam Schefter. Secondarily, the San Francisco 49ers do not have to put up a smoke screen. There's no need to. Number one will be Trevor Lawrence. Number two will be Zach Wilson. They are on the clock. They do not have to lie to anyone. There's no need to. Who are you lying to? Yeah, because nobody's trading up. No one can jump you, so you don't have to lie. 
I understand people who say this front office doesn't leak things. Guess what? Neither did the New York Jets under Joe Douglas until this year. You know why? Because they don't have to lie. They're on the clock. No one can get ahead of you. They could announce it today. We're taking Zach Wilson. Okay. Wouldn't matter. Wouldn't matter. So I don't understand why NFL fans, you guys obviously want to know who we think you're going to draft, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, following us on Twitter, watching us on television. So when we tell you who the pick is going to be based on what we're hearing and thinking, I don't know why there's so much animosity to the messenger. If you don't like Mac Jones as the pick, write John Lynch a fucking letter. <laughs> I don't need the tweet about it because I don't like it either. So I don't understand why people have to come at us collectively in the, in the media for telling you what's going to happen. Do you get mad at the weatherman when he says it's going to rain tomorrow and you're like, it better fucking not. I need a sunny day. Do you yell at the weatherman? I don't get it. I think some people, I, I think people in San Francisco do. Probably. It's been a tough follow. I, I get it. You want your team to pick somebody else. Uh, Matt, you and I had this similar thing last year where you kept telling me, hey, man, like the Chiefs are taking a running back at 32. I know you don't want it, but the Chiefs are taking a running back at 32. They did. And it took me a little while to come around to like, man, I really don't want a running back, but guess that's what's going to happen. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing with the whole Mac Jones thing. I, I get it. I wouldn't want to trade up, you know, three first-round picks to draft a guy of his skill set, but I think that your team maybe did. And, you know, maybe after this second pro day we'll have some more information. But as of right now, where everyone kind of sits is that it is going to be Mac Jones number three overall. So, I think you just maybe start to kind of come to terms with it. Like it's definitely what are the a seven real stages of denial? You know, like that's where we're at. There's anger. Mm-hmm. We need to get to the acceptance part of this. And one thing I said this on TV today: if it's not Mac Jones, and I think there's a 99 percent chance that it is, the other one percent would be Trey Lance, not Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So take that for what it's worth. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think it's okay to have. Um, an opinion either way of who you would take and if the Niners aren't going that way and people are reporting that it's a different way it's okay to be upset about that and want somebody else but it's not okay to like really think that there's a group of people that would want to just say that Mac Jones is being pissed just to make you mad because that's the part that like I look and I hate to do this because I don't like doing this but let me play devil's advocate no I'm just kidding I'm not going to um I'm just fucking with Matt um but I think it's just, it's sad to watch almost, too, because people, like, legitimately get mad. Like, at this yes. point, Mello, I've seen a lot of it, makes a lot of jokes, and is very sarcastic. And, like, some people aren't even picking up on that he's being sarcastic about some of this nah. stuff. Because it's, like, it is insufferable. So I would just say, like, keep in mind that, like, we're not, Matt is not pushing for them to take Mac Jones. They just are going no, to. No, he's not. So... <laughs> right? Of all the people, they should believe you. And if I'm saying that, if I'm saying that, you should believe Matt, that you should believe Matt. That is the hard part, as Mello was just trying to say, I think, is that people do, they can't separate what I'm saying will happen versus what I want to happen. Because today I put up my quarterback rankings. People are like, why would your QB5 go three? I don't know. That's a great fucking question. I don't think he should. Again, I'm not saying he should. <laughs> I'm saying he most likely is. And it's tough. And I, I don't know. Twitter this year, and I know Melo has said this before, this is the worst that Twitter has ever been in the draft cycle. It's to the point I don't like reading my mentions. I like tweet things because I'm like, this is information that I am interested in or information I want out there. Otherwise, 
I don't, I'm not on there. I'm not on there like interacting with people anymore. It's, it's terrible. And I hate that because I loved that part of Twitter, having those friendships, those interactions, but you can't do it right now because everybody's just mad all the time. Everybody's just mad online. Well, something you did say, um, confirmed on uh, that big network ESPN was that Kyle Pitts is the LeBron of tight end prospects. Can I just start with yes. the fact that you hate LeBron? So why did you use that analogy? I understand in Wait. terms of I understand in terms of physical ability and that if you put him on the team that that means that they're going to win and they're improving and they can build around yeah. that and win around that because he's a main piece of it if not the piece ish. Think um, you got it figured out. <laughs> right. I think you Well, here's what happened. Paige. But why would you say like to me? No, no, no. To me that was just like a very intense thing to put on him. We've talked about this a lot. That's a lot of pressure for somebody to be yeah. like, "Oh, by the way, he's the LeBron of that." So, honest answer, after 10 years of Bleacher Report, I remembered that someone has to say LeBron every 30 minutes or my anklet goes off. So I was just Still got that programmed age. to say LeBron. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm teasing. Sorry. Here, your answer is correct. I think that I'm not a LeBron James fan. I think he's like the third best basketball player of all time. I get upset when people say he's better than Jordan. Here's what he is better than Michael Jordan at. He's the best athlete we've ever seen in the NBA. And I think Kyle Pitts is the best athlete I've ever seen at tight end. I've never seen anyone like Kyle Pitts at tight end. Six foot six, 245 pounds, ran a 4-4, has an 82-inch vertical. So like a LeBron James, Kyle Pitts can, he's, he's a mismatch. He's impossible to defend one-on-one. -on -one. Maybe Jalen Ramsey could do it. I, I don't know anyone else who really can just from a matchup standpoint. So I understand like it's a little there's a lot of fire emojis after that comment. But I do think that he is he's going to be unguardable. And so the LeBron comment is more like I've never seen an athlete like this at this position. Even Vernon Davis, who we got asked about last week or last episode, was smaller than Kyle Pitts. A mm -hmm. little bit faster. Yeah. But but smaller. So I've, I've just never seen someone like this. It's like the Incredible Hulk, but fast. I get that, too. I, I don't think it's that outlandish to be like it's LeBron. I think it puts a lot of pressure on you, but I, I also think that it's kind of what you sign up for. If you're going to be in the NFL, like you probably have those own, your own expectations, and it's not like, ah, man, I'd like to be like the third best tight end in the league. It's I want to be the best tight end who's ever played the game. And a lot of people seem to think that about Kyle Pitts, and I'm over here sitting on the outside of things. Paige, what I really hope happens, and it, it won't, I hope the Niners traded up to three to take Kyle Pitts. I would throw a party. So I watched uh, the Rich Eisen show today uh, because they have one of my favorite people on there, John Cena. And Rich Eisen <laughs> said that if sorry, they sorry. don't take a quarterback, uh, that he wanted the listener who called in was like, is there any chance they don't take a quarterback? And Rich said, the sweater that you're wearing right now, if they don't take a quarterback, mail it to me and I'll eat it. That's how confident I am <laughs> that they are taking a quarterback. It's, yeah. it's definitely going to be a quarterback. I, mean, I, I think it's going to be Mac Jones, but I know yeah. it's going to be a quarterback. The betting odds that came out today, a 2-1 to one favorite Mac Jones is to be mm -hmm. the pick. 2-1. to one. But again, it's big media controlling the draft and the Vegas odds. Right, that's us, right? Yeah. Jesus. I mean, fucking mouthpiece for aging. <laughs> right? I, this is it's man i don't know there was like some goodwill built in working a bleach report i think where or maybe it's just like the increased follower count 
Everyone hates me right now, so I'm just happy that you two are still nice to me. I just, yeah, no, I, the reason I asked you is because I wanted to know why you used that specifically, and if that was why, not to be yeah. like, hey, I'll explain why Matt said that. It was mostly just because I was like, all right, LeBron, was, really, you don't like LeBron, so why use that with that? I, I, I want to add on to this. I have the utmost respect for LeBron James, the human being. I hope he runs for president someday. Like, to have been in the spotlight since you were 15 years old, to be a great father, a great man, never been in trouble, never had a Denver episode or a driving while on something episode. He's married to his high school sweetheart. Like, LeBron James, the human being, excellent. On board with all day. I think he's a little soft, and he's not better than Michael Jordan. That's all I have to say about it. All right. I'm glad we clarified. That's, right. that's 100% out of my chair. accurate. Huh? I think that's 100% accurate. Thank you. That's me at NBA Draft Scout. So Aaron <laughs> Rodgers hosted. Aaron Rodgers actually, I've done a 180 on, by the way. Oh, my God. A 180. Same. I used to not really like this human being. Now I'm just upset that he's going to be a free agent next year and San Francisco is going to have Dad Bod Jones at quarterback. But Aaron Rodgers got to do something that is very high on my bucket list. He got to host Jeopardy. And he did, from what I've seen, the clips were amazing. But Paige, the troll job that one of the contestants pulled off, fantastic. I'll let you explain this one. Yeah, he didn't have a, an answer for the question, and so he said, whose idea was it to take the field goal or something like that, referencing the playoff game where they were down by eight right. and took and kicked a field goal. Um, and he laughed it off. He, like, really thought it was funny, and I honestly just – I thought it was great that he didn't – that's part of – I think an old Aaron Rodgers might have been a little bitter about that, but the new Aaron Rodgers, yes. the new and improved, was, like, totally thought that was hilarious and went along with it. I don't know if you guys saw the quote that it was Final Jeopardy, and apparently the host can see the contestants' answers as they're writing them. And I guess as this contestant was writing in whose idea was the field goal, Rogers was like, are you really going to fucking write that? <laughs> and they did. And so his answer was, yeah, I want to know too whose idea it was to kick the field goal. I loved that. Um, and again, the new and approved Aaron Rodgers, that is the best way to put it because something happened to this Shailene man. Woodley. <laughs> yeah, God bless her. Yeah. Like He got fun. Yeah. Also, she's amazing, but well, like he's now fun. Yeah, he is fun. But one of the things that I wanted to ask you guys, if you were the host of Jeopardy and someone didn't know the answer and they wanted to troll you, what would they put? The, mine would be very simple. Trent Richardson is the greatest running back prospect of all time. That's what they would write. It would just Who be, is Trent Richardson all, and is he the best? Right. Who is... And I would walk off set. I'd throw the fucking cards in the air and walk off set. <laughs> Try like, to I'm stab out. them. I'd paper uh, cut you to death with this card. Right. Um, I think mine's pretty easy, too. It would be, is Texas back? That's like, which is a good one, but it really it doesn't affect me anymore. I don't care. So many people try to say that. Uh, I think I tweet it more often than most people. Right. But I think that would be one. Like, what is if they Texas drew the back? horns down? That would, would just fucking piss me off. <laughs> right. They just draw them. That's not even a troll. That's just... Right. I'm coming for your neck, right? <laughs> I will fight you. Yeah. It's so, no longer a game show. It's the someone's going to take bitch. a screenshot of me doing the horns down. <laughs> yes, they are. It will yep. be Mason Whitlock, I'm sure. And um, it will uh, be me, yeah. actually. Um, But I... <laughs> it's me. It was me. It was me. Um, This one is, like, fresh because with the tournament and UCLA making a run, this somehow came up twice in two different conversations. 
Um, I got waitlisted at UCLA, and my dad's, like, uncle is on, like, the admissions board there, and so, like, I should have gotten in, but, like, I got waitlisted still, so mine would be, who gets waitlisted at UCLA when you have an in? So, that that one hurts. I thought that was, like, a... Well, it's because all those actors were having, like, yeah. candy. Yeah, I know. Like, gotcha, I should have right? been a fake <laughs> rower. What was I doing? Uh, it's fine. I went to the greatest yeah, university there is in the West Coast, so it's fine. Stanford? I hate you. <laughs> Gonzaga. Cal. <laughs> anyway, <Nope. laughs> moving on. Um, the NFL jersey change, or the NFL changed their jersey restrictions, their number restrictions, which, by the way, I didn't know existed. I had zero idea. I did not know that was a thing. Because I didn't play well, football. I, didn't, I know, but. There's a proposal. Okay, there's to a proposal it. to it change. It sounds like it's going Sorry, on. ESPN. Yeah, let should. me just get that correct. Um. Okay, Bleacher Report. Sorry, you got it wrong. Yeah, you're going to get it after this. Um, So basically, um, I didn't know that that was a thing. Is that a thing like always like in school and stuff or like certain players supposed to have? I guess, I mean, I get it in terms of like offense and defense, but like I never realized that there was like a specific like range that you had to stay in because I just never played and never had to choose a number. So it was never a thing. Yeah. Offensive line, like in high school, not as much. Like offensive linemen have to wear a number 50 through 79. Um, but in high school, otherwise, it's pretty wide open. College, it's fairly wide open, um, 50 through 79. Excuse me, still for offensive linemen. And then pass catchers, they've opened it up to where you have to have an eligible number to be a pass catcher unless you report to the official. It's a whole thing. <laughs> but this will simplify it effectively. This will make it much easier. And I'm here for it. And I've seen people like Jalen Ramsey say they're going back to eight. Quandre Diggs, uh, a buddy of ours who played at Texas, said he's going to go back to six if this passes. I love it. I do too. I think they should just essentially wipe the numbers and be like, all right, we're starting over. Oh, that's a great idea. Everyone gets to pick the numbers. And you just, I mean, essentially you'd go to like your team captains and be like, all right, Patrick Mahomes, what number do you want? Tom Brady, what, you sticking with 12 or you want something new? I think they should just wipe it and let them start fresh. But make Carson Wentz and Michael Pittman fight for 11. So I want to see that. I think they would probably just let it stick with yeah. two. But I, I think when they do lift the restrictions, you should. Like Some of these guys who have been restricted and can't choose the number they want, it's stupid, but I think it is very important to some players. And they yeah. probably want a certain number. And I get it. Like a long time ago, you were probably checking the number so you could see what personnel's coming on the field or mm-hmm. whatever. We don't need to do that anymore. You know who these players are. Exactly. You can learn that. You no, know, if that's number one and he's playing corner, I know who that is. Right. I don't need to like flip through my program and find it out. TV. You can see his face. That's yeah. why. So I, I don't understand why we're doing it anymore. That's why I didn't know it was a thing. And you would think that I would have like picked up on it watching enough football, watching players, and seeing like which players have the same numbers and are similar in terms of positions but it just like never dawned on me so did not know that was a thing when that came out today i was like oh okay cool how about that here's the thing like i do think if they wiped it if they wiped it i think mahomes would probably go back to five but i also think jersey sales would be through the roof nike's probably being like yes yeah if you're nike or the nfl or the players this is fantastic for everyone you get a cut of new money like Yeah. yeah somebody might still be walking around with like uh, Chiefs, I have a Mahomes jersey. Like, okay, cool. Like, I still stick with it. Yeah. But I might buy a new one. The players actually five. get a cut of their jersey sales, right. too. So, so it's, I mean, yeah. it's literally the league gets a cut because the jersey sales numbers go up. Players get a cut, jersey sales go up. It's Paige, good for everyone. If you were an NFL kicker, what would your number be? <laughs> I don't know. My number is 21, so I would just use 21. But I don't know if that's in the restrictions. That was mine, too. High five. Is it really? 
that was in high school. High that five. was a high five. There you go. I wanted to be number five, but someone stole the jersey, and we went to a very poor school, so I had to stick with 21. Oh, so I was you terrible. Stuck so with like, it. That, you didn't that, actually get picked yeah. that. I'm like, oh, I picked well, it. Well, I wanted it's, it. It was my number junior high. I got in high school, and then I had these delusions of moving to quarterback. Didn't happen. They moved <laughs> to the bench instead. Sorry, um, I so I wanted a single digit number. No, why don't you write about the games? That'd be cool, huh? Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, no, that's the true story. My, my, my sophomore year at football, I played a decent amount, but I accent? basically, damn it, I basically took notes on the sideline and wrote about it on Monday. So not a lot has changed. Still that And that is right? how Congratulations the to your coaches. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you're born. He's just graduated up with each level. He right. was high school draft scout and then... College draft scout, <laughs> EMT draft scout. Before there was even Twitter. EMT right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Matt, earlier you tweeted something about needing a name that starts with a D, and Melo made the joke of Matt needs the D. Um, that got brought up in our production meeting, by the way. So I was on NFL Live with Dan Orlovsky. Dan Graziano and Damian Woody. And so I was like, oh, hey, I should change my name to something that starts with D for the day. Some dumbass tweets, yeah, let's give Matt the D. And I'm, we're on the, the pre-call, and Laura Rutledge is like, uh, she was like, hey, Dat Diller. And she was like, people on Twitter are terrible. She's like, do you see this one guy who's like, oh, let's give Matt the D. And I was like, yeah, immature assholes, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. that guy let me go to a podcast with that guy next um so my question to Mello, and i already have one picked out um if matt's name started with a d what would it be like it already has to be like an actual name because i was just gonna go with dat yeah it has to be an actual dat name two t's Derek. she's gonna say uh, doug no i was gonna say damon like <laughs> damon, damon. Oh, I'll accept that. <laughs> I mean, not okay. I, I didn't mean that. it like that, but I just meant. Um, there's some word association there. There's a word. Yeah, exactly. I get it. I was just like, and I, don't I was know, trying to be like Derek or whatever. Yeah, you were like, fuck reason. Let's Doug's a good this. one too, though. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. since right. Matt hates uh, golf and has made it very clear and made people mad online, I decided instead of doing Masters picks for our next segment that is coming up. We will make a Masters Champions dinner menu. So if you guys won the Masters, what would your menu be? So we will take a little break and come back with that. All right, guys, we are back and going to discuss what if we won the Masters the following year. You hosted dinner with all of everybody. Champions dinner. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody that's invited. Obama's there. It <laughs> He will be at mine. <laughs> you would invite him to yours. All right. You host a dinner. Do I yeah. get an invite? And yeah. you, you get to pick the menu. So we are going to pick starters, a main course, a side dish, and your dessert. So who wants okay, to go I first? Wanted... Me. What? Okay. Uh, I thought this was more like a last meal kind of thing. I didn't know it was like I'm serving this to a group. Well, but it's I supposed to be like, like hey, you win, food. you get to pick your own food. Well, no, it's supposed to be about you and like like a lot of people do stuff that like their parents made or from their country that they are from if they're not American. I mean, if you're American, you can pick food too, but we don't really make anything. There's all kinds of different stuff on the menu. So you can you can get creative, but you have to Yes, it's a dinner for everybody, not okay. just for you. Well, this I might sound stupid then. <laughs> so my starter, big bruschetta guy. We have a steakhouse here in Joplin called Wilder's. It's amazing. 
they have the best bruschetta because the toast points are a little crispy. Like mm -hmm. just, they're still chewy, but they're just toasted enough that they don't get soggy. And it's so good, amazing. And there's like a like a balsamic vinaigrette in the bruschetta. Just gives it a nice, really nice finish on that with a glass of red wine. So the bruschetta from Wilders would be my starter. Do I go next with yeah. my starter? I love that, Matt, you and I have traveled pretty far and wide. And we're both going like, eh, right here in Joplin, Missouri. Food. <laughs> really good. I'm going with the Chad Nachos from Club 609. They don't pay me to say that on this podcast, but they are fantastic. And I love them. And so that's what I would have. Can you describe them for people who don't know? It's a plate about roughly this big. Watch on YouTube. Yeah. It's like a foot long plate filled with chips with beef seven different blends of cheeses there used to be corn but they cut out the corn yeah i know it used to be a pound of corn a pound of cheese a pound of meat yeah and you can get the jalapenos on there but they're incredibly hot they're not pickled jalapenos they're fresh cut and that's just too much for me so i ordered them mellow style without the jalapenos and they're very very good jalapenos i know two guys i know two guys that can eat a whole plate by themselves Neither one of those guys is sitting on this podcast. I can't eat half a plate by it's, myself. It should be shared amongst like four people. Yes. And I know two guys that can eat it all by themselves. Mid-America RVs, Josh Schmutz being one of them. Like I can go, fiance and I can go and get the Chad Nachos and not eat the whole thing. The yep. two of us. Dang. Yeah, you could be starving and not eat the whole thing. Yeah. Great pick. That is a good pick. And again, it's like. The food of your people, I guess. <laughs> because that's... Yeah, mine is. <laughs> Very much it. The local flavor. Um, so my pick would just be oysters. Um, I love seafood, so that's definitely going to be a theme here. But I would go with Little oysters. scallops, huh? The <laughs> oysters that we got... What was the name of the restaurant we went to in Kansas City? That we had oysters at? Stock Hill. Yes. Stock Hill. Those oysters were Those seriously... Those were amazing. They were some of the best oysters that I've had. Um, but And we were in the middle of the country. Yeah. Point so, that out. Yeah. So No, the best ones that I've actually ever had were in at a restaurant in Monterey, but that, beside the point. But yes, I would go with oysters to start things off. I will say that restaurant, again, not paid to say this, that was one of the best overall restaurant experiences I've ever had in my life. Same. The smoked old fashions that they made at the table for me. So good. We you should can, probably go back there very soon. You can check out uh, footage it, of that on my Instagram page, at that sports page. It's under my food uh, highlight. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> it was nice to be able to go somewhere and sit down and be like classy, upscale, and I wasn't that drunk. <laughs> you were so drunk. <laughs> right? When you ordered Dom for the table and Mello's been smashing pink Whitney <laughs> yeah, all day, it we just were like, hit They the don't same. get the champagne. We get the champagne. No. The champagne's for me, Paige, and Kristen. You trolls stay down there. <laughs> you white trash assholes. Right? Get out of here. Yeah. Go put a shirt on that has sleeves. <laughs> Come back in this restaurant. All this right. is like $200 a plate. Mellow's walking in there like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, my main course, yes. I'm going to, I'll even, you know what, I'm going to reference the restaurants just to help you guys out. Charleston, South Carolina, my favorite steakhouse in the whole world, Hall's Chop House. Absolutely amazing. Sit upstairs if you go. Ask for Billy time. Matt sent you the eight ounce Wagyu filet Oscar style because their Oscar style has like a nice like cream sauce that goes with it. Mm -hmm. So it's not just some lump crab meat on top of your steak, which is okay. It is so good because that cream sauce and the butter soaks into your steak a little bit. Fucking amazing. So was there for New Year's Eve this last year. 
Abs- Billy Hall, former scout of the San Francisco 49ers, now runs the Hall's Restaurant family. Amazing. If you're in Charleston, go. If you're not in Charleston, go anyway. I didn't get that specific with mine, but I did go with a steak cooked and prepared the way that I like it, which is medium well. Thanks to Kay Adams, I'm brave enough to now say that in front of people. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the way I like it. Deal with it. Yeah. I, I have no problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. If you like it that way, it's fine. But, like, I think this all started because Lincoln Riley posted a picture of his brisket on Easter. Ugh. And it just looked very dry. <laughs> Dry-ass brisket. And I think maybe, like, no. if you're going to cook it that way, maybe just, like, keep the pictures of it to yourself. And, like, don't share ruined meat mm-hmm. with everybody. If you want to eat it that way, fine. But don't share it that way. Um, as I said, as I tweeted in reply to Kay, your food doesn't go in my mouth. Exactly. So how should I care how you eat it? Same with beer. People are like, oh, wheat beer. Or, oh, you like Natty Light. Yep. Why does it matter to you? I don't understand the... Yeah. The tough guy, yeah, my like, steak has to bleed, my beer has to be 9.0. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Enjoy cancer. I'm going to cook my food and I'm going to drink a light beer because I don't want to get fatter. Like, it's that easy. And if I were, like, cooking steaks for somebody, I'd be like, how do you like yours cooked? Right. Oh, that's how. Okay, I'm going to do it different. One, two, like three. One, two, three. A hibachi grill is what I'm working with over here. So, like, that's how I do it. I don't understand the outlash of, oh, my gosh, this is how you like to eat your food? Yeah, it is. I'm not asking anybody else to do it. It's not like religion where I'm like, hey, this is the way I believe, and I'm forcing it on you. You have to do what I say. Definitely. It's, not, it's just food. It's just food. Um, for my main course, I went surf and turf. I would do a lobster and a filet mignon because <laughs> I love both, both of those things. I would also throw scallops in there, too. Why not? That's your move. I love. You are such a scallop scallop girl yep i yeah. love seafood you just know you need to eat more than like three of them at a city yeah, yeah. and having five you know, glasses of wine with it probably not the best idea when you're only maybe go one to one on the scallop wine glass mm-hmm. the idea that you only had five glasses of wine that night is the funniest thing you've ever said <laughs> it is you're a tall pores you ha- okay i don't want i'm not gonna out anyone's consumption that night <laughs> there was a lot of there was just the wine to scallop ratio was off. I will say. I that. think you can handle your alcohol pretty well. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm saying it was a lot more than five, not a lot less. Okay. I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> obviously, that was a compliment. That was a compliment. Yeah. Uh, okay. How about how about a side dish? Uh, here's a food that I didn't know I liked until somewhat recently, and I'm I, I don't have a particular restaurant because I think they're good a lot of places, but I love Brussels sprouts, especially if they're like flash fried with a little parmesan on them. Like that is my shit. Brussels sprouts so, are good, especially with a steak. Brussels, they're underrated. They are very underrated. I feel like there's just such a negative stigma around Brussels sprouts, and my pick was broccoli. That as a kid, you just like are fed into this, like, I'm supposed to hate these two items. My daughters, even, like, I'll try to give them broccoli, and they're like, eh, no, I don't like it. And I was like, I'll give you a dollar. You try it, you don't like it, we're done. You try it, you like it, whatever. And they like it. it but there is, there's just like this negative view of Brussels sprouts and broccoli. And, I, I feel and they're like amazing. Two oh. things. And that kids won't eat, but they're actually delicious. Okay, so Brussels sprouts, like, they can be pretty plain and pretty good. Broccoli is disgusting plain, okay? It's gross. Steamed. It has to be steamed. It's still gross. Yeah. Broccoli is better you when you child. dip it in ranch. It is. Ugh, I do not like broccoli. <laughs> I will eat it That's how we get there. my son to eat all vegetables. 
I is put, I give it a ranch. Obviously, put it as I my do side. Not, <laughs> I yeah, your side item is broccoli. I, that really. Sonic I'm shocked. Cake. Sorry. I the like a good steak and steamed broccoli. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Um, I did not go the healthy Judge vegetable route at all. Um, I chose mashed potatoes because, hello, it's mashed potatoes. They're delicious. And with steak and lobster. I it's feel perfect. like mashed potatoes are something that are easy to mess up, though. Yes. Like, I've actually been to places before. And <clears> like, oh, man, these mashed potatoes suck. Really? Not, I, I feel like, like I the opposite. Them. Yeah. Maybe it's a Missouri thing. I don't know. You ever been to a Denny's? Um, I know it's going to surprise everyone. I don't like mashed potatoes. My other option was mac and cheese, so it would have been too big. But I like, I like so scalloped basically, potatoes or like potatoes au gratin. Mm-hmm. Oh, scalloped potatoes are good. I just don't really like mashed potatoes. I just feel like I've had I've had bad mashed potatoes too much. Or like if you do get them from a restaurant, you sometimes get them like they're cold or they're and it's like, yeah. I can't even put a spoon into this thing. What right. am I doing? I don't here? want to cut my potatoes. I'd get a baked potato. If did I you guys, that. question, this is very random, but did you guys have potatoes in a can when you were kids? Ever? Uh, currently, I've never. Never. Okay. I mean, in a can? I'm, we were kind of poor, so I don't know if they were expensive. No, 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 or, no, 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 no. Like, I've never had them, and I've never heard of them, but one of, it came up in a group chat with me of, like, people were talking about, like, oh, I they had canned potatoes, and I was like, canned potatoes? I didn't even know potatoes came in a can, and I was, like, asking my parents, and they were like, yeah, people used to put them in stews and whatever, they're very popular, but I had no idea that potatoes came in a can, so I thought I didn't know if you guys had heard of that either. But I'm glad it wasn't just me that was like I didn't know nope. that that was a thing. I I was like 22 years old when I found out they came out of a box. So no. mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I, all I can remember I was mashed like, potatoes. This is probably why I don't like them. I remember our mom. I would help her peel them, uh-huh. and then she would make them on Sundays, and she'd turn the mixer on, and it would fuck the TV up. Like, yeah. I'm trying to watch football, mom. Can you not do that? Like, and it was so loud in the '90s. Whoa, 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 whoa! And then there's potatoes everywhere. Right. And then I get hungry. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm getting kind of hungry thinking about it. <laughs> All right. Well, the best part of any meal is dessert. What did you guys go with on yours? Not a big dessert guy, but again, I'm going to shout out Jomo. Krabby's, one of my favorite restaurants in Joplin, they have the best bread pudding. The trick is it takes like 20 minutes to make because they make it right then for you. But it's like, it's not normal bread pudding. It's almost like a cake. It's so perfect. Uh, Paige, when you come for the golf tournament, we will take you. It is literally perfect. It's, I don't, I really don't like dessert that much. It is the only place I go and I'm like, save room for dessert. Have to have it. So bread pudding. Sounds delicious. I don't like dessert either, and I jokingly put more steak for my dessert, but I'll keep it local again. We used to have, we have a pie place in Joplin called okay. Big R's, and it used to do barbecue and pies, and it was my favorite place. I want my ashes spread at that place, but they stopped doing barbecue, but they still do pies. I would have a pie from Big R's. What kind of pie? And that's Joplin, Missouri. It's like a, it's a Reese's yeah. chocolate pie. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Sounds good. But... Um, I went with... You can still get them. You can? Hmm? You can still get them at Red yeah. Onion. Yeah. I, for all the Joplin people listening, yeah, you can still get them <laughs> yeah. at Red Onion. Yeah. They're probably thinking that, like, you know, you just hop over Red but Onion. But I do get, do you get DMs a lot of people like, hey, driving through Joplin, where should I eat? Oh, yeah. So listen like, to this episode. Joplin, Kansas City, and Nashville. Yes. Like, if same. anybody goes there, it's like, all right, better hit those two up and see where to go. And Charleston from, from Matt. Or Mobile. Or yeah. Mobile. Yeah, Charleston. See? That's just a food <laughs> connoisseur. We're expanding. 
Um, I should start a food blog at Food Scout. <laughs> That'd actually be kind of funny. Um, I went with something that's a family recipe. Uh, my mom makes really great Texas sheet cake. She makes me one on my birthday every year. It is chocolate cake with like a glazed frosting that has like um, nuts in it. Um, it's very dense, um, but it is my favorite cake with some vanilla bean ice cream. It is delicious, and I every year on my birthday she makes it for me. So I would go with some Texas sheet cake. What's that stuff? Mississippi mud is that what they call it around here? It's like crushed up Oreos with like gummy like worms in it, and like there's. I think so. I think I like that stuff. <laughs> I think I like that. <laughs> I think I like it. Also, uh, R.I.P. Grandma Miller. <laughs> her strawberry pie with ice cream on it would be my answer, yeah. but she's been gone uh, too long, almost 20 years, and no one else can make it. So that would have been my answer. Shout out, Janetta. You were the real G. Oh, look at how Not sweet. Look at how sweet you guys can be. Oh, there's like four people in the world I like. She was one of them. So now there's <laughs> yeah. three. Two. Grandpa died as well. So. <laughs> All right. Well, on a lighter note, we were going to do paging two guys questions, but I saw... Um, a girl that hosts a radio show with an older gentleman do a challenge. Um, it's called the Zillennial. Older than her. Older than her. Old? <laughs> older than her. I wasn't like, calling was you guys say? old, okay? I was just saying older than her. I also just didn't know why we weren't, like, giving her credit. <laughs> like, who was it? Web Girl Morgan. Do you know her? She works on the Bobby Bones show. I'll give her full credit. I love her. I think she's funny. Oh, I know who Bobby Jones... I know. Bob, yeah, I know Bobby, Bobby Bones. Is Bobby Bones the older guy? No. Yeah. No, it's not even is. an old guy. It's just someone who's older than her. You guys oh, okay. are missing the point here. Right. Okay. So what this is is a Zillennial <laughs> movie challenge. And it's basically like movies that were popular when I was like in middle school and high school um, that... We will see if you guys know based on the based on the the description that I'm gonna give. I think that you guys will at least get one, at least two of these. I'll be impressed if you get more. There's another one. How many are there? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm gonna get at least five. Okay. Okay, I'll one. start with I'm a hungry. really easy one. Okay, it's a movie about Titanic. <laughs> Do we have to buzz in? You have to buzz Sorry, it's a movie about dueling cheer squads. Bring uh, it on. Good job. See, we started off easy. Okay, let's see. This one I've so mentioned. This one I have mentioned on the podcast two times. Okay, and so let's see if you guys have ever listened to me or looked up this movie. A girl goes huh? to a masked Halloween party and falls in love with the most popular guy in school, but he doesn't know that it's her. She's all that. Is that a movie? That is a movie, but that's not that one. That was mm -hmm. the art girl. Yep. It's close Lady Bogs. Uh, no idea. No idea. It's that was she saw that. Yeah, I don't know what the, your movie. It's the Cinderella story. It's with Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. Oh, he was one of my never. He was one of my uh, nope. quarterbacks that I picked. Austin Ames. Um, okay, cool. Yep. Here's never saw that one. Here's another one. A sorority girl turned lawyer goes to law. Uh, legal blonde. <laughs> There we go. Good job, guys. I'm proud of you. All right. I just like Reese Witherspoon. This one I think maybe you guys will get. A girl pretends to be her brother so she can play soccer at her high school. Oh, it's that. Uh, I don't know the name of it. It's Amanda Bynes. Yes. I don't know yes. The name of I'll give you though. credit for that. It's called She's the Man. And if you have not yeah, seen it, I'm... please watch it. It is probably one of the most underrated like teen comedy movies that there is. It's so funny. A girl goes to a new school and becomes friends with the popular girls, becomes the most popular of them all. Mean girl. and then, girls, yep. 
Look at that. It's mean Girls. Mean Girls. Look at <laughs> you yeah. guys. That's actually a great movie. Yep. Yeah. Okay. This Next one... one's Easy A. I haven't even heard it. It's definitely Easy A. <laughs> this one I hope Mello will Ten things I hate about you. No. A group of girls have definitely a slumber party. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we can't play games on this show. Wild things. <laughs> they hate them. Coyote yeah. Ugly. Um, a group of girls have a slumber party, which turns into a scavenger hunt that leads to the school dance. Mello, you should watch this with your girls. No idea? That leads to this. All right. Well, it was, it's called. Well, give me some time. Go for Sleepless it. Sleepless in Seattle. It's called Sleepover. Oh, that was tough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I, the slumber party, I was trying to give you guys something. All right. Well, you guys epically failed. Like There's one more. Um, I don't know that you guys are going to get it at all because the name of the movie is kind of hard. But um, a girl grows up without a father and finds out her dad is a lord in another country, and she flies to go meet him. This is also an Amanda, Amanda Bynes movie. Like Darth Vader, Lord, <laughs> or like England. England. Or like, <laughs> like Jesus England. Christ. Or like, <laughs> or like What kind of Lord are we talking about? Ah, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars, close enough. Princess Leia. It's what a girl wants. <laughs> So you guys failed. I want to do this to you on on Monday with sports movies. Why would you do sports uh, movies? Why wouldn't you do just like action movies? Because like the program, like we talk about a lot of like 90 sports movies and you're like, what the fuck are you two talking about? Action movies would be fine. Yeah. Boston crime movies. Yeah, or Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. (laughs) Because like the odds of me having seen a sports movie is pretty high compared to... Mm-hmm. Like older action movies, because I'm not gonna go back. If it's an action movie that's relevant today, then why not? But yeah, no, I'm down. You guys can quiz me anytime, and I'll just interrupt your questions the whole time. It'll be so fun. Mm-hmm. That's why we play games on this show. Uh, we'll have a great time. Sounds I equitable. like the Van Damme edition. And oh, Van Damme edition. Oh, I know, right? Bloodsport, Kickboxer, Double Impact. Let's start there. Do you know who Van Damme is? No. Have you seen any of his films? Oh my god! I'll send you a list. Okay. Take my Amazon Prime login. Have a weekend. Okay? Just enjoy have it. Have a weekend. Hope you like fighting tournaments. Right? Kumba. As I just said, <laughs> MMA wasn't a sport because I don't I don't like watching fighting. So No, no, this is karate. It's different. Yeah. Or Muay Thai. I've seen no the karate kid. There's no cage. Does the glass count? hands. No. No, that will put uh, no. I've seen fight club. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. I've seen fight, fight club. Club's good. I've seen fight club. I don't know if that counts, but Daniel LaRusso, what a little punk. That's what I was going to call him. (laughs) Anyway, there's our show. There's our show. We had a lot of fun today. That was the point. Happy Friday to everybody. Mm